slept till about 6.30. So, yeah, that's where we at. Took my shower, read my, my you know, few minutes in, uh, in my Bible, read a little bit of Jordan Peterson, and my journaling's going to have to wait until after the show. Where you guys go? Um, the Halloween party that we had that our, our one friend uh, threw. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. They started talking about movies again, so I kind of just stood there and looked like a dope because I don't, I don't be watching movies. Speaking, one thing, though, I figured I'd throw it up to yo, you. Grandma's Boys on Hulu, yo. Fucking love so, that movie, yo. The one guy, actually two, two of the guys were saying something. I don't know if maybe you had a, a take on it or not. But two of the guys was trying to say that Ben Affleck is the greatest embodiment of the Dark Knight. You know, I don't know how I feel about that, but a, a lot of people are on that opinion that he was that he's one of the best Batmans. Damn. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I never seen it. So, like, they were going back and forth, and they're like, oh, what do you think? I said, I, n- I never seen it, to be honest with you. I said, personally, I can't see Ben Affleck really embodying anything like that. Like, I don't find him as a, a very terrific actor with, with great range. You know, I think he's kind of, to me, I always think of him in, like, that goodwill hunting kind of a, of a like role. Apples. You know? Yeah. Well, that was that was the man Damon that yeah, had that line. Yeah. But I always, think, but I always see him, that comes to mind. you know, in that kind of a role. I never see him in, like, a, like I don't picture him as, like, a comedic actor or, or action actor he's more of that like drama kind of you seen that one seen it, that movie so. the, the town with him nah where they they do like a heist and they're trying to rock i i, I didn't watch it but that's the one where they had he had the scene where he goes up to his homie he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's like we're gonna hurt uh, you uh, you ask you a favor you can't ask no questions we can't talk about it later and we're gonna hurt some people and the guy looks at him like all right so whose car we taking yeah it's funny though because <laughs> Last night, right, they would talk about a movie, and it was it was mostly superhero movies, right? So they're like, oh, but did you see, you know, did you see this one? And the guy's like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, but did you see the Snyder Cut? He's like, bro, whether you see one or you see the other, like, it's the same thing. They're like, nah, 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 nah you got to nah. see the Snyder Cut. Mm, not with so anyway, Justice League. But it got to the point that they said it so much that the one dad was like, you telling me you never saw the extended version of, of Geely? Remember the one he did with Jennifer, uh, Jennifer <laughs> Lopez? He's like, that's a... Masterpiece right there. You got to see the director's cut of that one. Yeah, no, the, the Snyder Cut is completely different than the original. I had to, I had to cut it. Because in the Snyder Cut, they, they add a whole extra. The, the, the Snyder Cut, first of all, I, I might be a little bit extra hot out, but I think it's like freaking four hours long. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, it is. It is. No, he did it say is, it. Right? But, he, yeah. but he, did you see the original? It? Well, no, I haven't finished it. I, for me, someone like me, to not have four hours to watch a whole movie, it's so that movie's so long that when you watch it, it it breaks it down into chapters. But they added a lot more story to it. You know what I mean? It, it, it goes into more of how Flash came about, and so it's definitely more involved. And it's completely different, completely different feel. The the color grade on it, it is the the pattern on it is different. Oh, the one dad was saying that it's four hours. He's like, but it's so good that you can sit and watch it, and you don't feel like you're wasting time. I mean, it, it is a good movie, but it definitely feels like fucking a four-hour movie. Yeah. Well, I, I've like, never watched them. I mean, like the way they were talking boy. about it, though, I kind of, you know, it kind of made me want to watch the uh, Batman versus Superman. I like uh, that. Snyder cut, like apparently. It. You got to watch the Snyder cut, though. No, there is no Snyder really? cut of Batman versus Superman. No, they were making it seem like there was. Or maybe at that the, point. The, it's the Justice broke. League. The Justice League has the Snyder cut. Because originally he was going to do it. His daughter passed. Another director took over. 
And then the movie came out and it wasn't what people thought it was. And they were like, and then Snyder was, you know, Zack Snyder was like, oh, you know, I had this is mine. And everybody was like, oh, we want the Snyder cut. We want the Snyder cut. So then I guess because it was such a flop, the studio said, you know what, let's give Snyder his chance and let's bring him back in and let him uh, finish his movie. And it worked out for them because everybody loved the Snyder cut. Everybody loved the Snyder cut. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Apparently Batman Superman is the one to see. And uh, Ben Affleck. Um, perfectly embodies the Dark Knight. That that was the yeah. uh, the phrase that was used last night. A lot of people say that. Perfect embodiment but... of the Dark Knight. Not a lot. Apparently, my man, people. my man was deadlifting and he he got to like 240 pounds and he was jacked. I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't remember seeing that. In, in, I don't know I, if he meant like in preparation for the movie. I don't know. Do y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Nice and clear too. And we see you too. We see you. You got that old man look, like when you're trying to look at your phone to take a picture. Then you snap he a does. picture by accident. You got the old man look like he, he opened up to take a picture and then the camera's facing him. And he's like, what the heck? How do I turn this thing back around? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. And you got to need to get yourself a new device, Juan. I see dead people. I don't know, man. I just think it's Don't want to go to the doctor about that. That's because you're in that damn bunker, bro. Probably fortified yeah, them true. walls. You, you, that's what you it's did, right? You fortified yeah. the walls and now you, now you locked yourself out. I mean, well, we got to, yo. Change is coming, man. There's a lot of, you know. You got to do like I Am Legend where you just hit a switch and then the, the metal grates come down. You can't have the metal grates be up all the time. <laughs> one did that at night. Yeah, but one's ready for anything. He don't know what's going to happen. So he, any time of day can happen. But you want some grates down all the time. Yeah, I get you. I <laughs> get you. Yo, so did you hear since Elon Musk took over Twitter, the N-word has shot up 500%. Why? Because the whole thing about him buying Twitter was because he wanted to empower back free speech. And people just took it as, you know, because people are people. As, yeah, let's be racist. Oh, I was about to say, that's, that's the speech they wanted to be free about? No, that they doesn't even want, make sense. No, they just want speech to be free in general. Because, all right, we'll, we'll talk about this. I mean, this might be a, a, turned into a whole, you know, whew. But anyway, about free speech. Kanye West. Okay. He's he's obviously you've seen in the news, he's gone and lost his mind again. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, bipolar. Then he said, you know, he said some shit, you know, uh, some uh anti I don't even know what he said, but it's gotta be pretty no bad. It's gotta well, be look, pretty I'm bad. I'm not gonna go into detail. Didn't drop the way bro, he dropped. Yo, my man went from a two point something billion dollar net worth to like a four hundred million dollar net worth. Now I know to us that's like it's a penny in the barrel. But realistically, there's a big difference between billions and millions. We went over this yeah. one time. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? There is so, a big difference. He went from two billion to four hundred million worth over this whole nonsense. So I'm gonna try to recreate the timeline real quick and uh, yeah. not go into details about what happened. Okay? He was on Drink Champs, you know, and we all know how Drink Champs is, right? You know, so those of you don't know, it's Nori, right? And who's the other cat with him? Nori and. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. So he's on there, and he's saying, and Kanye's being Kanye, he's talking wild, and he starts talking about Jewish people. And uh, he's like, well, I can't really, you know, be considered what I'm saying as anti-Semitic because, you know, do your homework, you know, I'm a Jewish person. But by faith, the black people are Jewish, blah, blah, blah. He goes into that whole thing about, you know, and then um, he starts talking wild. Oh, Adidas, ain't nobody going to drop me. I, I'm untouchable, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I can say anti-Semitic oh, stuff if I want to. Can't nobody touch me. He goes, but it's not anti-Semitic because I am Jewish. So it's not really, it allows him to, in his head, it allows him to use that word. Or not to use that word, but to say shit like that. Okay. So the interview's going on and he's talking about how, you know, the, the industry and the people running the industry are, you know, 
basically raping and pillaging the people, you know, the, the athletes, the, the actors, musicians, how the contracts are designed for them to make money and to be able to, like, take stuff from It's shit that Dave Chappelle been talking about for years, okay? So that started everything because he kept throwing the word. He kept saying shit about Jewish people on that thing. That kind of started everybody kind of being like, oh, damn, yo, what's going on? Some kind of shit's wild. To the point where, if I remember correctly, they took down the interview off of Drink Champs because they were like, nah, we're we not being a part of this. We're not having nothing. This is coming off. So now you can still find it, but you have to, like, you know, look through the internet to find the actual interview. It's a long interview. So Kanye wasn't done there. <laughs> he didn't stop there. He ended up from there. Decided, you know what? Let me go on Twitter. And he was like, yo, you know what? I'm a little tired tonight. But tomorrow when I get up, I'm going DEFCON 5 on the Jews. Now, DEFCON 5 is like a military term for like all out assault. So I'm assuming, I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming, I don't think he really meant he was going to go literal DEFCON 5. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't literally going to, but he was saying, he said that. And right away, that's it. Twitter was like, yep, no, shut him down. He's gone. He's done. You know, he's now saying that there's like, a, I mean, he's been saying that there's an agenda from the left to kind of, if you're not of their belief, that they're going to do whatever they can to shut you down. And that's the free speech that they're trying to bring is the idea that if you try to talk, go against the grain. I mean, perfect example, back in the day when, you know, the apocalypse first started, anybody that said anything that was you know, of difference of what social media platforms are saying, they were getting silenced and then to come find out all that shit that they were silencing was kind of the right shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that, so that's the kind of free speech we, we want. He's trying to avoid. He's trying to avoid the fact that, you know, free speech is not a tie to an agenda. It's not tied to a, you know, left or right or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like free speech is, should be free speech. Obviously, with limitations, you know, I mean, they don't want hateful speech, but what I hate about the media, right? I literally saw this last night on Facebook. Somebody had a thing where they were showing clips because he went on another interview with that uh that British guy from Uncensored. I forgot his name. Pierce something or whatever. Oh, Pierce. No, I think Pierce Brosnan, but I don't, that's what they act. Yeah, that, right? that, yeah that's like uh, James Bond. They definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he went on that show on that interview. So that interview, I saw the whole thing. And on that interview, you could see that there's a hundred percent something wrong with with Kanye's mental. Like he, uh, it's definitely I don't know, maybe maybe the communication thing. I don't know because I see how he kind of like I've been in these discussions, you know, with, with my ex-wife, and and I see how we run around circles in the same questions, and that's kind of what he was doing. But he's so busy arguing that he doesn't realize like the guys agreeing with him. Like yeah, you're right, I, I agree with you, but you're still wrong. You shouldn't have said that shit. You know what I mean? And um, it took a while for that interview for him to actually admit that he was wrong in saying that comment about the Jewish people because in actuality, he was only talking about a handful of Jewish businessmen, you know? So in the interview, halfway through the interview, he walks away from the interview. Not over that, though. But on social media, they made it seem like the guy interviewing him was asking him to apologize and Kanye didn't want to and walked away. But that's not how it went. And that's what sucks about this stuff is that like you, like people are really quick to manipulate shit to push an agenda. And at the end of the day, that's Kanye's problem is the fact that these agendas are being pushed in ways that we don't know about. And he's trying to, you know, put it out there. And at, but at the end of the interview, he did apologize for saying what he said, because the guy kept telling me that you keep referring to them as Jewish businessmen, but they should just be referred to as businessmen because their religion should not have anything to do with it with with what you know what i mean like but he kept referring to them as jews 
instead yeah. of saying the businessmen that run the stuff. So, but then finally at the end of the interview, I don't even understand how the dude finally got through to him and he realized that he was like, you know what, you're right. I shouldn't have worded it like that. He's like, but you know, I said what I said, and that got us to this point here where now we're talking about this, where we weren't talking about this until I got put out here for saying what I said. So yeah, was it wrong? Yes, he admitted that he was wrong in saying it. He was wrong in doing what he did, but he was like, you know, I'm just I'm learning how to, you know, I have this power and platform that I'm still learning how to use, and I don't use it the right way sometimes to try to get my point across, partially because the guy's fucking bipolar, you know? I don't think he ever uses that shit the right way, man. And that's the thing, like, he, he like again, I some of the stuff he says, you know, makes sense, but it's his way of wording it that makes it sound, like, really shitty. Like, the whole yeah. thing when he was wearing the, the fucking Trump hat, and everyone wanted to kill him. Like, the whole thing, with he, his whole thing from that, if I understood the, the one interview I saw, was he was trying to depower the hat by wearing, you know what I mean? Like, he was trying to show, like, yeah, you could wear the hat's the hat of the hat. You know, this is a Mets hat, but that's just because we say it's a Mets hat. You know what I mean? This could be a Yankee hat. If we say, all unified, we said it was a Yankee hat. So he was trying to say, like, we're giving this hat this power that it shouldn't have. It, it, that, that it, brings people, it brings hatred amongst people, and it shouldn't have. I mean... It also didn't help that while doing that, he was also supporting Trump. So, But that's his whole thing. He's trying to say that, you know, one, there's people that are running the, the major industries and that are trying to keep control and money to themselves and not doing it the right way where, you know, they're making money off the backs, backs of these, you know, communities and people that have nothing and they're trying to, you know, get ahead. So they're going to sign whatever deal they put you put in front of them because it's more money than they see at that point, not noticing that they're losing their... You know their rights. Yeah, but that's yeah. every industry, ain't it? Yeah, and and that, and that every and every business thing, is the same he's way. Trying to fight that now. Now he feels like he's in a position of money where he has the ability to combat against that. I guess. I mean, uh, I did. I didn't hear the the interview myself. I didn't really look into the story too much. I you know I, I tend to not really look at things like that in much detail. But you know, just from the little bit you said, and even with you know him referring to them as as Jewish uh, businessmen, I understand why you know they're they trying to say you shouldn't say that you know as a country maybe even as a world that's how we have been taught to to speak right you see news stories it's never just you know young male yada 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 you know it's always young black male young white male florida you know, man you know what i mean they, they always you know that it always seems like everything needs to be labeled you know so like that's that's the way we are conditioned you know, as as a as a country, as a, like I said, possibly a world. I don't know. Cause I don't look at other uh, world's news stories, but that's how we've been conditioned to describe things, right? You, no, you never just see, you know, twenty-one year old man uh, shot by you know forty-five year old man in a dispute. Yeah, it's always they, their race is always. They always in there. yeah, they always throw it in there. So you know, I get it. How you know they want him to apologize and want him to say this and that. So. Why don't we get some of these, um, you know, CNN and, and, and Fox News and all these other outlets? Why don't they come out and apologize for what they do? You know what I mean? Like, and that's I'm the not thing saying I'm on Kanye's side, but it's like, all right, if you want Kanye to apologize, then let's get some executives on TV and let's get them to apologize for the way they created divide and hatred in the world. And that was his thing. He was saying that because uh, one of the things I'm not this I'm not a sure one, but I know there was something involving with uh, remember the shooting with all those kids that we were talking about last week. So, something with Gap, and uh, I guess Gap had somehow, I guess they were trying to do like a thing for them, like a fundraiser, I don't know, whatever they were doing for that, what had happened, he, Kanye came out and said that they were just kind of writing it and using it as, you know, as publicity, 
you know, and because he was like, you know, like you want to talk about these kids. He goes, but, you know, where I come from in Chicago, that's a daily occurrence. Maybe it's not a mass shooting all at one time, but way more than the 14 kids die a week out there. And, and that's not that's not big news. That's not everybody coming together. Kumbaya to, for these kids in the inner city of Chicago. You know, like you want to act like, you know, you care about the kids, that it should be about all the kids. Not just the kids in that one mass shooting. What about all the kids in the inner city dying weekly? And that's another thing he bring up. He bring up. He was like, you know, we're, the way this thing works, this machine is to force us to kill ourselves. And that's what he thought. He keep, then again, he went back and said, "Oh, you don't see Jewish people out here killing each other in the streets and rapping about it and making money off of it." He's like, "But we do it, and then we rap about it and make money for them." So that's like his whole, you know. Which again, I mean, there's a lot of kids dying. So I agree with that sense. It, 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 instead of just waiting. To there's a giant mass shooting like it that should be addressed all the time. The fact that there yeah. is a lot of kids in the inner city die, especially in Chicago. You know what I mean? And that that was his thing. And another thing was he was talking about on the interview was he's like, you know, I'm a black man and I'm in a car with other with four other black men and we get pulled over and one of us has guns and drugs. All four of us are going to jail. Not just the one with the guns and the drugs. All four of us are going to jail. Businessmen do something dirty to one industry, the other ones don't get involved in it, but they're all linked together. But only that one gets pushed as the one in trouble, the one in front of it, the one that's the problem. When actuality, they're all in that business together. So they all know what's going on with it. So they should all be taken down with it. And that was another one of the things he was saying that, you know, like the way that if that happens to one, that they all get in trouble, then the other ones, when the other one gets exposed, they should all get in trouble as well. But the, the dude is, is, I mean, ever since this split up with his wife, you could, he's been, uh, you know, Fucking yeah, but even before the split, I mean, you you could Ever tell since he lost that. his mother. But yeah, you could tell yeah, he's right. not he's not well. You know, I mean, I don't know who he got in his corner, but he needs to get some better people in his corner because he's not well. He need, he needs people around him. That's, to that's the thing. But one's right. Check. It was his once his, his mom went away. His mom passed. That's when it went. Because yeah. realistically, Kanye's the type of person that way. Ain't nobody gonna tell him shit. He could, Kanye gonna do Kanye. You know I mean, you how do you have somebody like Jay Z as your homie to bring you up? And now you like he wildin' too, yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but I mean, I, I much, get it. Too much on his money because when they was having the conversation, he was talking to the guy, and uh, the the dude had said something in the interview that on the uncensored interview he had asked him a question, and then Kanye was like, "How many? How much money you got?" And the guy's like, "Well, not as much money as you." He would then, "Shouldn't you be listening to me instead of me listening to you?" It's like, what the fuck that got to do with anything? Yeah, you know I mean, this is not a, this is not a, a, it's not about money. Money doesn't make you smarter, doesn't make you more compassionate, doesn't do nothing but allow you the ability to buy more shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just and, and that that sucks because you know we we all have talked about it. We're all fans of Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're all real big fans from Kanye, and his music is great. His production, you know, he's, but. The dude's talented, but yeah, but the dude. I mean, that's what happens too, though. Talent and anxiety—that's that's that's a very thin line. Yes, I was just about to say. Yeah, but not for nothing though. I mean, even with him having having Jay Z, you know, again, I didn't research the story. I don't research these stories. I see them, I store them a little bit, whatever. But it was in my understanding that he kind of that Jay Z kind of like dropped him. Like Jay Z didn't want to deal with him no more. Yeah, he kind of distanced himself. You know what I mean? But and that's what I'm saying though. Like, but that's because it's probably because of the shit that he was doing. Because the kid, the captain, yeah, but it, out. yeah, but uh, and that's what I'm saying though. But it, but if if you a strong homie, and that's that's you know you're right, that's your that's your guy, and you mentoring him, you don't just drop him when he starts wilding out. You know what I mean? Like you you stay by him and you try to get him on the straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't just wash your hands and be like, well, you know what, man, I'm done with this guy. Like then you're not really in his corner. Then you yeah. a fair weather friend. You in his corner when things is good. 
But when he starts acting a fool, you're gonna you're gonna leave his corner and be like, oh, nah, I was down for him, but he 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 wilding. No, you ain't down for him. You down for for the goodness of him. You know, if, if you're really down for somebody, when they start wilding, you stay in their corner and, and and you do the best you can with them. I'm waiting for these Yeezys to start hitting TJ Maxx and shit, man. I've been dying for a <laughs> pair of them joints. They, you know, they I, said I, I actually TJ have TJ Maxx ain't TJ Maxx ain't taking them. Damn, son. <laughs> Shit. I said that on the radio yesterday. Ain't nobody, ain't, ain't no, everybody's trying to distance himself as much as yeah. possible from him. Everybody. Big yeah. brands, like yeah. every, Peloton, everybody. even Peloton. Damn. His music in the classes did not suggest in the class to Cold, the people. Damn. Like stuff you know, that was already that, done. That same conversation the other day at work, right? Somebody want, wanted to, to act like they're mentoring some of the young guys. And then homeboy messed up, and he's like, oh, that's not on me. I'm like, bro, if you mentoring somebody, I'm going to spill my coffee. I said, if you mentoring somebody, you take the good that they do, and you take the bad that they do on your shoulders. Yeah. You know, like, I'm mentoring a couple of guys now. When they do good, yeah, and nah, I taught them that. When they screwed up, I haven't gotten through to them yet, but I, I, I take responsibility for that. You know what I mean? Because, like, if they're your people, they're your people. You don't just, just put your hands up when they screw up, like, nah, he ain't learned that from me. Obviously, you didn't teach him right yet, so you need to keep on going. I had a manager one time, and his philosophy was that if he had to fire somebody or write somebody up, that meant that him as a manager did not do his job. And be crazy to figure out what dealership had this manager. And he was there for a long time, probably still there. But that was his mentality. He said, if I have to bring somebody in here and I have to write them up or I have to bring somebody in my office and fire him, because when they leave, I sit down, I reevaluate what I did wrong with that employee. Whether I didn't train him enough, I didn't guide him enough, you know, I didn't give him the environment he needs to succeed. He goes, but him being fired is that much my fault as it is his fault. I mean, I, I don't know who managed it. Maybe we can give a time out. Where, where did that come from? That 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 is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You'd never be able to pick out where, where it came never, from. I would have never imagined where it came from. I would have never. But and that's crazy to, to think that. That's where it came from. But that's actually the way it, it's supposed to be. Yeah, that that's... I mean, Jocko, Jocko has a book, right, called Extreme Ownership. I don't know if you've ever seen it or read it, one, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willing, you know? And, and that's what it's about. It's, it's about taking one. complete ownership of the people beneath you. And, and that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of the times, especially, I guess, over the years, the way things are, managers think that their employees work for them when in actuality it's the other way around i mean the managers are there to work for the employees if you see an employee is struggling something it's your job as a manager to be like all right well this is not working for him let me see what can work for him if you see something is working for them you know you don't you know want that you know what i mean like i mean i'm yeah. not gonna get into it but i'm gonna get into it in my job i was in a position where i was steadily increasing my pr productivity month after month and then they decided because they want to do some other shit to move some shit around. And I kept saying, don't do that. It's going to fuck my shit up. Like, I'm, I'm good. I need you to leave me where I'm, where I'm at doing what I'm doing. Like, I just need it. Just leave me here. Like, it, I'm getting there. Just give me time. They moved me. And now it's, I've never been able to get my feet back. I have yet to be able to get my feet back. And not only me, it also fucked up the ecosystem for everyone else. Because we were talking about that the other day. Me, me mm -hmm. and, you know, Happy Bill. Shit fucked up the whole ecosystem. Now the whole yeah. thing is lopsided. The whole thing got destroyed. Because they weren't doing what was in the best interest of us. They were doing what they thought was for the best interest of them. And now they want to sit here and act like, oh, we got to fix these problems. These are problems you're creating. <clears throat> you're doing these things. You know what I mean? Like, this is all we, your... We just your, had, we just had a similar thing in our spot, too. With they implemented some stuff that um, really cost them a lot of money. 
in, in, in revenue because it slowed us all down. Like tenfold, yeah, man, it, it slowed us down. And then it doesn't even work all the time. Mm-hmm. At one day, it was down global, and, <laughs> and without that, they, without that, they can't even bring a, a customer in Oof, through the system. Crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I think every manager should, should read that that book. I haven't read it, but I, I follow and, and studied a lot of stuff about Jocko, and I know that book got got to hit somebody in the heart when they read that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna bruise some egos to read yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, you know what it was. I heard an interview with him. I don't know how familiar you are with him or not, Juan. I think it was a SEAL. I want to say he was a Navy SEAL. I could be wrong, but he was he was some type of uh, special forces, um, and he was in charge of a of a group of men, and something had went wrong. I mean, they brought him into, you know, questioning or whatnot. And they, they asked him, all right, well, who messed like where along the line, you know, of this plan did it go wrong? You know, they were looking to pin it on somebody. My man said it on me. They're like, no, but we mean like where along the, the, the line, you know, was the point man? Did he not say what was there? Did the guy behind them not like where along that line? He's like, it's on me. He's like, this is my crew. If they mess up, it's on me. It doesn't matter which one actually messed up. He's like, it's on me. So they kicked him out and they brought the next guy in, in line. And he said the same thing. He said, it's on me. Everybody they brought in all said the same thing. It's on me. No one ever pointed the finger elsewhere. And that's where it comes in line of that extreme ownership. It's like, yeah, you know what? You know, maybe so-and-so didn't pick up his his radio and, and give us a quick enough response. But that's my fault. I didn't train him well enough in order to do that. I must have missed something in his training to give him that ability to do that. And that's how it needs to be. That's how it that's should how, be. You know, that's how I am. When when I mentor these guys and they do something, I think back, like, shit, maybe I didn't give them enough tools to kind of figure that out. I got I got to reevaluate the way I'm doing something. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, that's a hard pull to swallow, though. Because, it I mean, is. since I, I started doing that, you know, we've talked about it a few weeks ago about, you know, I kind of take accountability for, you know, stuff going down the way it did because at the end of the day, I feel like I should have been able to handle shit differently. Whether I had the tools to or not, I'm still going to take it on me. And when you do it like that, I'm going to tell you what, though, it hurts a lot more. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, but, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I have a one homie that that his life has been a mess for years. And I talked to him, and he's still, like, blaming other people for shit going wrong in his life. And I'm like, And his life is always going to be a mess with that mentality. Ain't ever gonna, you know, ain't never going to be right for him. You know? I'm like, yeah. you know, you still out here blaming people for this, that, and the third. Like, if your fourth is still fucking with them, first of all. You know what yeah. I mean? So we can start right there. It's, at the simplest form, it's your fault for fucking with them. Whether they family or friends, whatever. Like, if somebody is not good for you and your situation and your mental being, cut them out, whether it's a, a family member or not. You know what I mean? Like, just because you family don't mean you need to be tied together to somebody. You know what I mean? We had, yeah. there's tons of people yeah. in shitty fucking families. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, like, you blood, but like, you know, good for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's Got what I'm saying time. with, you know, with, with Kanye, you know, wh- whoever helped bring him into this, you know, they should have stayed, you know, stuck by him and, and you know, made, made sure he was yeah, they definitely in the right position they to do things. out on him. Everybody did, man. The minute he started sliding off and getting wild, they were like, yeah, nah, this guy out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. Out his mind. I mean, he still made some great albums, man. The first few albums were all fucking great, yo. Yeah, I mean, even, so even his, uh, back his, in the day, they was, they were crazy, so, yeah. huh? goes with the trade. I said, in some of the painters back in the day, they was lunatics. Yeah, and that's what Mike was saying, that's what Mike was saying, that there's a fine line between being a genius and being, yeah. that was another thing, too, right, because they kept bringing, he said something about somebody saying something or doing something, and he, he's like, oh, that's retarded, and, uh, they were like, well, you can't say that, he's like, well, why not? 
oh, y'all telling me I got mental health issues, right? So why can't I use that word? Like, I, I, how am I using a word that's degrading to my own people? Because you guys are telling me I have a mental health issue. <laughs> you know, I mean, the dude is smart. You know, don't get it twisted. He, he's a very that's, smart dude, but... Yeah. He needs guidance, man. He needs he guidance. Needs to, he, to, needs to, to, he needs to worry this shit properly. Because I, I yeah. wanted that. That I, I've, I've, yeah, that's a lot of the arguments with my wife was because of me not wording shit properly and not saying shit. And that's his problem, too, is that he has an idea, but he just not properly executing what he's saying. And because of the way he's saying it, it's alienating himself. And he's not getting his point across because don't, nobody really give a shit about these contracts of these people that are taking all this money. All they want to talk about is what he said and who he offended. When yeah. actuality, like, there's money being taken. You know, Dave Chappelle yeah. has been saying it for years. For years, Dave Chappelle has been saying it about how they, how they, you know, they were talking about how they use. He, if he, if he does a new Chappelle show, he can't use his name because that first contract with Comedy Central. Said that they could that they own his likeness, likeliness, whatever the hell they call that, throughout yeah. the universe. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they put in the contract throughout Damn. the universe. Like we haven't even gone to different parts of the universe, and they already expecting like, <laughs> yo, we get there, we own your shit. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what? Oh my god. What are yeah, you, you know, about? I know, and and the thing is too, though. <laughs> right. Um. How do I word this the right way? But yeah, you don't you want know, to cancel like Kanye. Yeah. yeah, easy. Speak easy, no, brother. Cause, because, cause, <laughs> no, because my thing is right. Like Dave Chappelle, for example, right? He want to talk about all this, that, and the third that they doing, and, and you know, whatever. But it's like, all right, well, what about all the people that were equally as talented, maybe even more talented than him, that refused to sign that? You know what I mean? Like, where, where's their, you know, payday, or where's their, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Well, they didn't get their payday. They want to come out now and speak about it, you know, after they made these these millions. But but that's... that's, Nobody signs it to begin with. Eventually... Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if nobody signs it, then eventually they can't do it anymore. They're doing it because people are allowing them to do it. Because they're in need of it at the time. That's what he said. He, He literally said that exact thing. When they came to him with the Chappelle show stuff... He's like, I signed it because that was more money I had ever seen up until that point. But like Juan said, he lost all that because he decided to walk away. And they're like, yo, we're not paying you. You didn't fulfill your contract. And he was like, fuck it. Y'all running me into the ground. Y'all fucking me up. Like, you know? I get it. I get it. <clears throat> and but he did say, matter of fact, I might even have that interview on my phone where he he kind of referred to that whole thing going on with the similar thing going on with the Me Too movement. You gonna play a whole interview right now? No, it's not a whole interview. Like a two, it's a two-minute clip, if that. You know why he called himself the artist when he came back? He calls himself the artist because that's what they call us in our contracts. Oh, these contracts are crazy. You should hear the terminology they say in these contracts. To use your name and likeness and perpetuity throughout the universe who the f- could possibly know what that means nobody does it's so complicated in fact that when you're a kid like me you have to hire somebody to tell you what that means and you sit down at a table and you do the contract game and that's how I got with Comedy Central the way the 28-year-old expecting father that was broke signs a contract. I was desperate. Okay. I needed a way out. And it wasn't good money and it wasn't good circumstances. But uh, 
what else am I going to do, I said. And all these white people sitting at that table told me, trust us, Dave, it's a good contract. And I looked around the table and they all seemed to agree it was a good contract. But what if, what if it was like that game of three-card Monty? What if they were all friends and I didn't know it? People think I made a lot of money for Chappelle's show. When I left that show, I never got paid. They didn't have to pay me because I signed the contract. But is that right? They just took it. And I'm not up here trying to tell you guys that okay. I believe that Comedy Central gave me a raw deal just because I'm black. I believe that they gave me a raw deal because this fucking industry is a monster. It's the same monster that these Me Too bitches was trying to tell you about. But they hate the monster for how it fucks. And I hate that monster for how it eats. But my God, man, it's the same monster. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And you know what? And, and that's why I don't watch nothing. I'm trying to help the problem. You're trying to solve but it? I'm trying to solve it by not, not, not giving them my time and my energy. But it is. It all makes right, sense man. It is. No, it, it is. It is. It is all the same monster. You know, man. it's funny though. He, he, going and and. But again, in that thing, he referred to them as the white businessmen. Yeah. Go, going back, even, <laughs> even before TV and whatnot, and I don't remember the exacts, so I'm not gonna say the names or whatever. But in, in the Twelve Rules of Power, they speak of one of the famous um, sculptors back in like the Renaissance. I don't know if it was Michelangelo or who it was, what he would do, right? He would find these other sculptors or artists that were really good, that could possibly one day be better than him. And he would hire them, paid them a, a same thing, paid them more money than they would ever see in their, you know, in, in that time. And then he'd just keep them beneath them. And whatever they would do, he'd like take it and say, this is the, you know, sculpture that I made. So there possibly could have been somebody, you know, that, made these great works that we could have known of and this goes back even you know there was no tvs back then there was no contracts back then so he was paying artists to make stuff for him to say that they were his he was hiring artists to create to stuff apprentice under him and they would create stuff and and I, I think he was taking credit for it but either way he would have these guys under contract so they would never be able to surpass what he's doing so he'll they would never be, be able to surpass son. what he's doing and and he would sign them to these long-term contracts and keep them beneath him so nobody would ever be better than him and if i remember correctly the um Maybe it wasn't Michelangelo. Michelangelo was the one who painted the Sixteen Chapel, right? I don't know. Um, well, I don't know. But whoever painted the Sixteen Chapel, they were commissioned that job with that same intention. Well, you know what? That's going to take him forever to do. Have him do it. And this way, while he's doing that, I'm going to be knocking out works. And I'm going to be better than he ever will be. And it turns out that he painted the most, you know, noticeable yeah. image. Um, but again, you know, this this goes back to the beginning of time. The people who have the power, the people who have the money and the resources will always exploit the people beneath them and keep them beneath them. I mean, that's how they get to where they are. Yeah. You know, it's like you're trying to fight a machine that's been around since the beginning of time. You know, the only way you fight it is is don't go into it. You know, the, the, like I said, the only way you get it to stop is if 
A, nobody agrees to sign those contracts. Or B, nobody takes in that form of entertainment. That is the only way. You still got millions and billions of people partaking in that form of entertainment. They're still going to be getting the money. They're still going to be having the power. You got these people signing these contracts. They're going to continue to do it until they can't. Well, now, look, to put it back to run it full circle, which I, I don't even know how we got here like this, but it goes back to the whole social media and free speech thing. You look at back in the day, there were gatekeepers to keep people off of TV, keeping people out of the radios. There was gatekeepers to all that shit. Now, with social media, there are no gatekeepers. It's 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 the Wild West all over again. You could do anything you want to do or make or between YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and this and that. You could get your stuff out there without needing to be involved with the gatekeepers to make money and to make a living for yourself. So that kind of goes on what you're saying. Yeah, but, but is it, the problem is it really? That's what I'm going to get at. The problem is there are gatekeepers. There, it's just different gatekeepers. It's different yeah, people holding the keys. It starts it's off. Yeah. Way. It yeah. starts off with with an open door, but like we yes. spoke about last week with with IG and with their um promoting, like unless you're paying them to promote you, you you're gonna hit a cap. You're not gonna but hit not, millions of followers. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even just that cap. It's the idea of what Kanye was talking about about the censorship, about what Elon Musk is talking about about the censorship. The certain people that are gatekeeping these social media platforms have agendas of their own, and if you don't um, agree to their agenda, they're gonna silence you. So you can't yeah. go out here and just you know do you and be you because they're the ones controlling that shit, and that's what it all comes down to. They, yeah. they will always be gatekeepers. Yeah. You know I mean, free money is never going to be free money, no matter which way you slice it and dice it. You know what I mean? The quote-unquote American dream is 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 no longer existent. You know what I mean? Like it's it doesn't yeah, work. You know, though, in a sense, they they gotta be gatekeepers, man. Because like you just said it, you know, they opened up the gates and look what yeah, happened. They, they went crazy. You know, but the, but here's the other thing, right? That kind of just popped in my head. Is it possible that that these the ones that are coming out and using this free speech platform, you know, for hate, you know, what if they're being used by the gatekeepers to be like, see, that's why we're needed. And you know what? That's 100% possible. You know, either way, it's like, it can't, there gotta be some form of, like, restriction, in a way, you know, just to kind of control, you know, not, I don't want to say control, because that's like an ugly word these days, right? But there gotta be something to keep people in line, you know, something to keep people from going too far in either direction. You know, you don't want to completely to one side or the other. There gotta be something that kind of keeps them in the middle. And, you know, it just goes to show, too, real quick, with the whole thing with stuff coming out recently with Kanye, that like to show like the the importance of watching what you say for someone of his magnitude. Shortly after that, there was people who were, like hanging banners off the yeah, bridge. Yeah, that's that I saw. That Kanye's I saw. right about these. You know, it's like what you know what I mean. And that's and that's the scary part is that you know he's going in it with a certain kind of intention, certain kind of mindset of what he's trying to get accomplished. But you got to understand that there's other people out there that are of another mindset. And they're going to use that to yeah, fuel. To fuel their hatred. Yeah. Yes. Well, we saw that, you know, in the past with, with our previous president, you know. Yeah. Sure. It's and, and I'm sure it's happened more than once where, you know, people are trying to get a point across, say something, and like you said, people use it. I mean, we even went back to, you know, earlier in the the Crusades, right? How many of those people use biblical teachings to claim that they were doing something, you know, and, right. and it's like it's like, and, you and so same people. thing from the beginning of time, people were taking things out of context 
and using it to push forth their agenda that they wanted. You know, so it's like, and that's why I think after like over two thousand years, like we would start to learn some shit. No, you know, it's like but that's why that, it brings back the importance why, of 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 home. You know, you got to take care of your home. Take care of your home. Take care of your community. You take care of your community. You take care of your your state. You take care of your state. You take care of the country. So on and so forth. The snowballs into yeah, I, I mean, stream ownership, man. Pretty sure gotta, how uh, how we got here. Um. It wasn't the topic I wanted to talk about today. I actually had a topic in mind, but you know, no, I thought this was the topic. You you talked no. for, for lengths about this. I so did I this because it's something going. that I've been I've been really watching, and you know, just evolved it because of the fact of the fact that some of the shit he says does make sense. Some of the shit is way off, fucking off to the side. But at the end of the day, because he talks the way he does, yeah. shit that makes sense ain't gonna get through. Only the shit that, he, that comes off way off to the side is gonna go through because that's all people are seeing. But he does have some delivery, good points man. and good ideas, and it sucks that they are they are valid arguments. But because he's a fucking idiot, yeah. that's where this is where we are. I actually want to talk about you know the fact that uh, with you know Gianna's last game and everything coming up, how that kind of you know normally typically when somebody passes, that's when you start reflecting on how short life is, how valuable, how precious time is. Yeah. With her having her last game. You know that kind of did the same for me. Realizing like, shit, this is this is a wrap, yo. So, but we talk about that next week, yo. I about to say I sounded like a much nicer topic to talk. It about. was it was a nice much nicer topic than uh, Kanye. Your dumbass want to talk about Kanye? I can't help it. You you got me started, bro. You got me started. How did I get you started? I don't know. I think I, I was talking about Superman, and and I was I was trying to make a funny how I got involved in these conversations that I know nothing about. That's what yeah. I was trying to say, right? Yeah, well, like I said, like I said, an hour later, I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got here, but this is how, where we got, you know, this. You know, I I tell you right now how we got here. How? Our host needs to take extreme ownership. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. I just follow your lead, bro. I follow your lead. <laughs> Whatever you decide you want to talk about, I got enough up here from the books and things that I read that I can add to it, bro. I don't know if you realize that yet. Cut this I follow your lead, bro. bro. Cut his mic. You, you can start talking Cut about grilled mic. cheese, bro. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna get philosophical on some grilled cheese. It's the way you so, grill the cheese, the butter you use, and the pan you put it on. Apparently they say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise gives you that nice crisp on the bread. I haven't brought myself to use it yet, though. But see, I, anything, bro. Anything. I'm just saying. So I follow your lead. So what, we what got here. Malibu, bro, most wanted, you I can rap about anything. Traffic. <laughs> traffic. Traffic. We got here because this is this is where you steered the ship to go. You right. And right. I just it was I thought it's so. all right. It was good. It was it was still a good one. So I, I, wrote, I wrote down I wrote down here Gianna's last game. So you know right. it'll be right. here for next week. We got it for next week. We got it for next. And week. You know right. what? And and it might be good. Be no next week. Well, yeah, because next week uh the following day will be my last game. So oh there you go. Hakuna Matata. Everything full circle. Even I say that every time, but I'm definitely using that wrong. But yeah, yeah you mm. the title. All right. Yeah. Like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is their time. And we appreciate everyone that gave their time to listen to us talk about Kanye's crazy ass for the past 45 minutes or so. So, <laughs> so next, we love y'all. Stay up. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace. You know what? I actually heard that Chipotle is no longer serving Kanye Estada. <laughs>